to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is a show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. Hello, listeners. I hope you are all well. I have not done a short format Firestarters for Men yet this season, so I thought it was about time. That and I just came back from a week in the Grand Tetons camping and I needed to get something out to you as soon as I could. So it kind of serves two purposes. I absolutely loved, loved, loved last week's discussion with Paul Dunyon. If you haven't listened to that, please go and do that. Paul provides wisdom in so many of the conversations that you have with him. I just love talking with him. If you listened last week and loved it, uh, I interviewed him in season one in episode 29 called Into the Mystic. And I think that's a really good episode as well. There's so many things right now to talk about, but I'm wary of hitting you over the head with opinions. Right now, there's so many opinions flying around, and I don't particularly want to add to them, or at least I would like to tread lightly where I can. It seems like what we need right now is heart and wisdom and compassion and patience. Collectively, we're at the point in the hero's journey where the audience is on the edge of their seats and going, oh, shit, this doesn't look good. Every hero's tale has this part of the story. Can you see this? And to complicate matters, and this may land in left field for some of you, our collective hero's journey has you at the center. Yes, little old you. Our story is not all told, and the hero, it seems, is back on the move. Now, for the conspiracy theorists, the question of has there been a conspiracy to constrain and restrict consciousness? something adversarial, either external or internal, that has opposed or attempted to deny our spiritual development. Of course there has. Every sign, both logical and intuitive, points to this. However, it doesn't stop there. Beyond the playing field of duality, beyond good and evil, light and dark, right and wrong, there is a unity of consciousness, something innate and divine, shimmering just underneath all polarity. If the mystics are right, and when have they not been, We are playing out a grand cosmic game, ultimately arriving at the same spiritual realization as those that came before us, regardless of your religious or spiritual or philosophical preferences. Here is a quote by the great mystic and philosopher Ken Wilber. He says, quote, The ultimate metaphysical secret is that there are no boundaries in the universe. Boundaries are illusions, products not of reality, but of the way we map and edit reality, unquote. Now, if the quantum physicists are right, and when have they not been, then the material world is an illusion, a mental construct, a matrix, if you will. Quantum physics says that consciousness is the ground substance that we swim in with no separation. There is no edge to consciousness, no place where you stop and anything or anyone else starts. We are, at our most fundamental core, one consciousness plugged right into the divine. Here is Albert Einstein talking about this very thing. He says, quote, quantum physicists have discovered that everything is connected as one thing that is merely appearing to be many things. It's all one. And then he goes on to say, reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one, unquote. Or to express this as a mystic, there's just one of us here. Once you know this, and we will all come to know this, everything changes. We are all, right now, arriving at this great mystic truth at a new vantage point on the mountaintop and a new chapter in our story. Here is a quote from the modern-day philosopher Charles Eisenstein, whose excellent book, The More Beautiful World Our Hearts Know is Possible, sits on my desk as one of my essential books. He says, quote, Enlightenment is a group effort. 
There are few maps, and we have not yet learned to see the trail. We are following an invisible path, learning from each other how to follow it. As we do that and we learn to see its subtle markings, the path becomes visible. Absent a map and in the very early stages of a new story, we can only follow our intuition at each choice point, guided by our heart compass, not knowing how our turnings will add up to the destination. Frequently, our habits of separation lead us to stray into the old, worn paths we can see. We have to develop new vision to see the faint traces of ancient footsteps that lead us out of the maze, unquote. If we let the heart be our guide, the heart knows the way. We can still use logic, but there will be a bridge that is approaching that cannot and will not be crossed with logic. This is part of every hero's journey, isn't it? A test in faith, faith in God or the divine, faith in our path and all that is good, faith in one another, faith in ourselves and our own inner knowing. Just as we watch the heroes that came before us and modeled it for us, we will take a deep breath, summon our courage, trust our heart and our fellow travelers, and step forward. And remember, we have powerful allies pulling for us and assisting us in this transition. Whatever happens to be coming our way, we got this. Thank you.